0: Hello and welcome to Barbara's Podcast. This is the show for women all about health, nutrition, and wellness. It's the show that will empower you and inspire you to create a healthier lifestyle.
1: Hello and welcome. I'm Barbara Carafocus, and with me is my special guest, Jimena Garcia. Today we'll be <laughs> talking about Amazonian medicine, transformational teachings, healing journeys, and about her Rainforest Healing Center. I am actually very, very excited and. Would love to hear more about it, so let's get started. Welcome Jimena.
0: Thank you so much Barbara, for having me here. It's so special to be here today. Thank you. Um. Can you
1: tell us a little bit about yourself, where you live and what you do?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So, oh my God, I feel like I live everywhere because I travel so much, but I'm currently reside in Sedona, Arizona. Uh, If you have not heard of this land, they call it the the vortex land because there are so many vortexes here. So I've been here for uh, two years now. And what do I do? Uh, That's a mouthful question. Uh, But for the purposes of our our podcast today, uh, right now I'm working on creating a vision to help people tap into their higher self and for them to tap into um, what's possible for them. We all have capabilities of greatness. Uh, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. I don't care what you think. Uh, It is true. It is a fact that we all have capabilities of creating magic. It's just our limited beliefs, um, the things that were taught to us when we were little that limit us. So I work with transformational teachings that I've been working with for the last six years. And I combine them with... uh, (coughs) Uh, jungle medicine. And what do I do? Uh, that's a mouthful question. Uh, but for the purposes of our of our podcast today, uh, right now, I'm working on creating a vision to help people tap into their higher self and for them to tap into um, what's possible for them. We all have capabilities of greatness Uh, I don't care who you are I don't care what you do I don't care what you think Uh, it is true it is a fact that we all have capabilities of creating magic it's just our limited beliefs um, the things that were taught to us when we were little that limit us so I work with transformational teachings that I've been working with for the last six years And I combine them with uh, uh, jungle medicine and other ancestral medicines. And I combine them and then with that uh, blend, then I help people to realize what they're capable of so they can live the life that they seek, but technically it's the life of their dreams.
1: That's incredible. Uh, Could you explain a little bit more about what
0: exactly are transformational teachings? Um, Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So transformational teachings is basically the first thing is language. That's like the first thing that you learn in transformational teachings. Um, There is a book that I recommend every single human to read. It's called The Fourth Agreements. Um, Have you heard of it? Um, I don't remember the name of the the author. It's not not on the top of my tongue. But when you read his book, one of his agreements is our language. He says that when we speak, we cast spells um, towards ourselves or towards people. So sometimes we are in the middle of something and we're like, oh my God, I'm such an idiot. And even though you just said that out loud, without thinking you just call yourself an idiot yes. um, and if you and 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 you may think that it doesn't have any effect in your psyche but it actually does um it's just it's just the way the law of the universe works um so we do that so often um so that's one of my favorite teachings is language and, and shifting our language changing our language yes. um the first teaching that i learned from from my from my transformational teachers was humana shift this is this this was one of the biggest lessons of my life they said change your have to's to get to
1: yeah
0: and and is one of the biggest changes in my life because I don't have to feed my cats I get to feed my cats yeah it becomes a blessing it becomes a choice so then from language it goes to physiology right? Our bodies are designed to move us forward. Our bodies are our vessels. And when you feel something, when you experience something, it gets projected in your physical body. When you're excited, you can tell the body gets excited, right? When you're sad, you can tell the body shrinks. So when we notice our physiology and we can change our physiology in command, then boom, you are you can be unhappy, right? Like, if you're excited, if you're joyful, if your body is mimicking the uh, physiology of those emotions, then you won't be able to be sad. Mm. And then the last one is focus. So, a lot of people say where focus goes, energy flows. Energy flows, definitely. And it's the same thing. It's like where you focus, that's where the energy will go. I, I, I was talking to someone the other day and and they were sharing with me about their partner and how their partner didn't do all of these things and, and how their partner should do all of these things. And then I asked my friend and I said, have you noticed that your focus is in what your partner doesn't do? But what if you shifted into what your partner actually does? So these, and these are just few of the many transformational teachings that I have learned and I have integrated and that I teach to other people. And it betters your relationship with yourself, with your partner, with your friends, in your business. So that's a little bit of what transformational teachings are. Wow. So how did you end up
1: um, buying a a healing center in the... In the, is
0: it the Amazon? I wasn't quite sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's actually it's, it's located uh, in Iquitos, Peru. And yeah. it is in the middle of the jungle. <laughs> it oh, 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 really I'm is. I really, I really want to come and visit the center. <laughs> oh my God, it will be a pleasure to have you. Uh, I just came back a month ago and it was magical. I'm so excited. And, and next year we have so many plans um, for it. Oh my gosh. So the way I ended up buying it was uh, before the pandemic, um, I was introduced to plant medicine. Okay. I was introduced to psilocybin. and And I was introduced to jungle medicine, that is Campbell. Okay. Um, Before that, I had no, I, I didn't care for it. And when I was introduced to psilocybin, my reality was shattered. And it was in the in the most beautiful way that I can tell you, Barbara. And, and at that point, I already had a lot of experience with transformational teachings. So when I did psilocybin ceremonies for myself, and I had what people call challenging uh, experiences, yeah. I did not fear. I was able to use my, transform- my transformational teachings to navigate this. So I was in this beautiful building. Yeah. Um, and there were mats. There were candles. There were people. There were buckets. It was nighttime. Um, and I was wearing this ceremonial gown. And then I came back to my senses and I called my best friend and I told her what I saw. And I said to her, I know exactly what I need to do. I need to go to the jungle or go to like that kind of place, but I need to build the place in the jungle for the work that I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. And then 2 weeks later, my friend sent me the link to the rainforest healing center because they do ayahuasca. And and I saw the center, I was like, "Oh, this is great." I played the their YouTube video on their page. And when I played the YouTube video, And I saw the place that was exactly the place that I saw in my vision. (laughs) And my mind was blown. I was like, oh my God, how does this even possible? So I reached out to them uh, because it was COVID time, it was 2020. Um, The center was closed. So they weren't hosting any ceremonies, but they were doing Campbell training. And at that point, I had. Campbell. when you said what is Campbell? <laughs> yeah, we'll get there for sure so so you know um i i was like i want to be a shaman i thought i thought i want to be a shaman that's, that's that's like the next thing and then i called them i told them that i wanted to learn how to work with Campbell because i wanted to be a shaman and I wanted to have different expertise and different medicines under my belt. That dream got knocked off. Uh, and I realized I started to understand what it takes to become that. Yeah. So I did my training. I fell in love with the medicine. Uh, this is by far my favorite medicine of all the medicines that I work with. And And then the the, the trainer that at the time was the owner, the previous owner of the place, Omar Gomez, um, offered me a job as his online assistant or like online admin. So I started working with him. I started helping him organize trainings, um, answering emails for people that wanted to go down to the jungle. That was in 2020. At the end of 2020, Kim and I develop a really beautiful friendship. And I had a conversation with him and I said, Omar, you need to reopen the center. We have so many candidates for ayahuasca and master plans that they want to come down there. And then he looked at me and he said, Jimena, I'm done. It's like, I don't want the place. I want to sell it. I'm tapped out. I'm almost 50. Like I've been doing this for 15 years. I can't do this anymore. (laughs) And he said, he's had enough. (laughs) Yeah, he's like I had enough because it's rough. the 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 world The world of running a healing center is not all in rainbow rainbows. And I've been running it for a year now, and I've learned so much, and I've grown so much. Um, and the reason why I keep doing it is because of my desire of helping people. If I didn't have the desire, Barbara, forget it. I would not do it. So because it is, it is challenge. Um, so at that moment when he said that to me, uh, inspiration strike. And something that I didn't mention before is that I have a, an engineering back background. So in the past uh, fifteen years of my life, I've been working in te- technology companies as a software engineer. Um, so so I had I had a lot of blessings financially. Uh, in the past years of my life so at that moment something said to me Jimena, why would you think of rebuilding of like building something from scratch when there is something already there that you can take Uh, so I told him I said look I have the finances to buy the center Uh, what do you think about selling it to me so he said yeah he said, I love that idea. I think you're the perfect person. Um, what do you need? And I said, I need to go down to Peru. I need to get to know the land. I need to ask for permission from the spirits of this land. Because, Barbara, this land is magic. This ayahuasca grows there. Chacruna grows there. There is 110-plus medicinal plants that live on this center. So this place is populated, overpopulated with plant spirits. Um, and I'm getting shivers as I'm saying this. So um, I know that the spirituality and the spirits is, is something that is starting to be understandable by the world. And what I like people to understand about a spirit is that they have consciousness. They have personalities like we do too. The difference is that they're, they're, they're not corporeal. They're spirits. So with plants, with animals, with anything that it has, that is living, it has a spirit. It's like an undeniable to me. So with that being said, on 2021, I hit down to the jungle. I spent 21 days there. I did as much medicine as I could. And on my last second day, I made the choice to take over the responsibility of running this place and we are a year later i know it's my cat (laughs) no worries um
1: yeah it must have been a huge responsibility but i think also um very exciting you know to take this on and you know you learn so many new things uh to start you know a a new uh, a new really you know leaving behind you know you were an an engineer and now you know totally i mean it's it's been been been. a healing center in the middle of the jungle (laughs) it's like an 180 degrees turn (laughs)
0: totally a 100 percent.
1: it takes a lot of bravery you know that you're very brave to do something like that it must it's not easy she to overcome a, a few uh, personal hurdles as well. You know, not just the financial, but also, you know. Uh, taking something like this on. Yeah, new things. Uh, yeah, also wanted to I, I read that you do that like the the shadow work. What is shadow work? What does that exactly mean
0: and uh, what does it entail? Yeah, so shadow work is um basically is ego work. Okay. So, so the shadow and, and it's is such a um trendy word that is used now in the healing communities and in the in in the transformational space but um to explain it in, in a much simple terms is those aspects of us that we don't like so. Your shadow usually is um, your anger, your sadness, your fear, uh, your insecurity, your anxiety, um, your uh, self beat up, right? It's like that. That let's call it that dark side of you dark that of we try to like hide so badly from the world. Yeah. Um, So what happens is that in the rules of polarity, you can't have light without darkness. So that applies to us too. You know, people want to be joyful. They want to be playful. They want to be loving. They want to be happy. Um, And all that as well. However, it will be very challenging for a human being to achieve any of those things if they don't understand the other side of those things within themselves. Uh, if I don't accept my sadness, my anger, my frustration, my fear, uh, my narcissistic tendencies, um, you know, my, you know if someone that is alcoholic or someone that has um, addictions or has gambling, like all of these things that seems to like pull us down that don't allow us to move forward. That's what I like to call our shadow. Um, though, so, the work of shadow is to kind of like come into it, look at it face to face, understand where initiated, so then it can be healed, and then transmute, and then accept. So, tell us a bit about Campbell. You you mentioned it, I was very curious. <laughs> I, I smiled to the medicine. Um okay, so Campbell is uh, it's a frog. Yeah. Uh, it's called the monkey frog. Um, it's originally from uh, Peru and Brazil. You can only find it in that part of the world. You can't find it anywhere else. Um, and it's not as it's not as small as a frog. Um, but it's not as big as a toe. So it's like in the middle. Okay. Um, and it's called there's the scientific name of Campbell is the Philomedusa bicolor. That's the scientific name of it. And uh, it's a purgative medicine. So it's, it's, it's intent to have you purge physically. Okay um spiritually and emotionally uh it's not psychedelic at all it's not psychoactive it's purely physical um and it's a very powerful medicine it's ruled by the element of fire and it has about 16 peptides um that bond with your body and help you heal um the, one of these peptides uh, cures cancer. Um, another peptide is uh, much more stronger than um, morphine. So for people that have like chronic pain, they do cambo, and the next day they will have no pain. Um, it's an incredible medicine. So the reason why it was brought to us was because a long time ago in the Amazon, a tribe was dying of a disease that they couldn't cure with any medicines that they already had. So Kampu, the shaman of the tribe, went into an ayahuasca journey to find out from the spirits of the jungle how to heal his tribe. And in that journey, the frog presented itself to the shaman. shaman and the way the medicine is administered is through your lymphatic. Um, so it's the secretion of the frog. It's not the frog itself is the secretion. Uh, so when the frog is stressed or it feels that it's in harm ways, uh, it releases the secretion that is their innate immune system. And is extremely important um, to animals is deadly to us. Uh, is healing. However, it does need to be administered by someone that has been trained because as any venom, if it's not done correctly, it can harm us. So it's one of those things that I always tell people to get a good understanding of whatever jungle medicine they're working with and to interview their practitioners So then, that way they understand their level of training, their relationship with the medicine, and if it's something that actually is going to help them. Because at the end of the day, not what works for me, it doesn't work for everybody. Um, So we believe that
1: we're not. uh, That's what I, I also tell my clients when they come to see me for nutrition. That you know, it's not a copy paste program. No, you know, it's very much customized. It's personalized. So I definitely believe that. Yeah. It's uh, not one thing is for everyone.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I tell my clients too. You know, I want to help everybody, but it's like I tell people, plant medicine, jungle medicine, animal medicine is not the way, it's a way. A way, yeah. Yeah. So what other plants are there for
1: um, Amazonian <laughs> medicine? Can you no. tell us a little bit about it? It's all very new to me. I don't know much about the the plants, uh, the way it's done. You know, I come no. from, uh, uh, I live in the Mediterranean.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so we're very much, you know, use kitchen herbs <laughs> for healing. You know, so it's cinnamon, lavender, rosemary, basil, oregano. <laughs> <laughs> so th- this is totally new.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, some of those medicines are also used in the jungle too. Um, there is there is so many different. Um, there's three types of shamanism in the jungle. Um, you have uh, tabaquero, that are the shamans that work with uh, tobacco, okay. just tobacco. Yeah. Um, you have um, vegetalista, that is basically what we call like um, herbal herbalists. Um, So it's people that work with plants, with every set of plants, like lavender, rosemary, cinnamon, things like that. And they don't do ayahuasca. And then you have ayahuasqueros that are the ones that work with ayahuasca. And then that one branch into two types. Uh, One time is paleros. Um, They work with the root of the medicine. And then the other ones, they work with the vine. So ayahuasca is a vine um, and then the the mixture of it is the vine and another plant called chakruna
1: chakruna
0: okay so th- that's what makes ayahuasca ayahuasca if you were to consume ayahuasca by itself um you will not get any psychedelic reaction all you will get was purge because the vine um has purging um has like purging, um, I'm gonna tell it modalities, but it, like it has things in the vine that it has you purge, and then the chakruna is the one that contains the DMT. So, I don't know if you heard about DMT, but DMT is what they call the molecule of God. Um, and there has been so many research about DMT, and um, there is um, labs that they make their own DMT. But then there is so much natural DMT out there. I mean, we produce DMT when we sleep. Uh, there is like breath work. That's how you also produce DMT. And then there is medicines like ayahuasca and then um, iboga or ibogaine. Uh, there is also uh, bufo and um, Chacruna and Chakruna, but Huachuma, uh, and then San Pedro, and then the list can go on and on and on and on. But when it comes to the jungle, um, in terms of jungle medicines, um, the medicines that we work with is, like I said, ayahuasca, uh, master plants. So master plants are something else, and they're not psychedelic. Um, and there is different ones. Uh, you have uh, tobacco is a master plant. Yeah. You have um another plant called Bobinsana. Um that is the plant of love and self self-love and acceptance. Yes. Then you have another one called Remo Caspi and sanango and um, Ucho Sanango, and all of these plants contain different spirits and different personalities. So Um, there is, uh, Uchusenango is known to be the doctor of the jungle. So when you consume these plants and you consume them individually and you work with them individually, um, you consume their essence. um, So you drink that, either the root or the flower or the leaf, depending of the diet, the dieta that they're going to do. Um, And then they communicate to you through dreams. So people ask me, why would I do that? And there's two reasons why people will do master plans. One is because the depth of healing that comes from doing a master plan, Barbara, is insane. It's it's the most powerful method of healing, Um, working with plans that I know, much more powerful than ayahuasca. Um, because you are in isolation for 10 days. And when you're completely isolated, you don't have your phone with you, you don't have your toys, and all you have is yourself in the middle of the jungle, sitting, drinking, a spirit. Let me tell you, by the end of those 10 days, you're now the same person, physically, spiritually, and mentally. The things that you thought you care, you don't care for them anymore, because you understand life in a much deeper way. Um, and also depending of the medicine that you're working with. Um, so these are like master, these are like one aspect of jungle medicine. And then the other aspect of it that I just recently um, started to study that is fascinating is baths. Oh
1: uh, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, and that's something that shamans do. Uh, they have different baths. They have bath for protection. They have bath for um for cleansing you they 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 have like three types of bath they have like one for protection one that is like floral they call it like floral floral bath and then the third bath is like for abundance and things like that so they take buckets and they fill them with water and they take different plants so it can be basil it could be um, a master plan. It could be tobacco. It could be so many different plants that exist in the jungle. And they, they scratch it with their hands and they pray it and they do like a whole ceremony. And then they bathe you on those, on those plants for a consecutive amount of days. So that way, the spirit of the plant penetrates your body through your pores. And then it goes in and gives you what you need. Um, so these are like the different ways that we work with Amazonian uh, medicines and plants and animals, and this is why we do it. Very,
1: very, very interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: How many ayahuasca ceremonies did you do till did, do you see insight from like the first ayahuasca, or do you have to do a few to kind of see?
0: Yeah. That's a great question. I I suggest people to do at least three, um, if you have never done ayahuasca before, because usually, and this is just patterns. Um, like I said, I can't I can't say um, this is what's gonna happen to you because remember, one size doesn't fit them all. Um, but one of the patterns for people that have never done ayahuasca is when they drink their first ayahuasca they get a little bit of visuals, they get a little bit of experience, but they don't get the full experience. Um, And to me, it makes a lot of sense because it's the medicine getting to know their own spirit, right? It's like on the first date, right? The guy's not going to go full out on you. And if he does, then you'll probably never come back. And we as women, when we go on the first day, we try to be as proper and as, as nice as we can. But then on the second day, we may be able to, you know, to go a little bit deeper. Be a little
1: <laughs> bit more confident and uh,
0: <laughs> daring. Okay. Okay. So so on the second ceremony, you will get to experience the full depth of ayahuasca. Uh, like I said, a month ago, I was in a retreat and I had four clients Uh, where one of them never did ayahuasca Um, on the first ceremony he felt a little bit but on the second ceremony he felt it he was like wow Um, so that's why like on the second ceremony uh, they get to like experience the full of it and then on the third ceremony um, is where the shaman does the closing um, that they call the the arcana so um, recently, the shaman explained to me the reason why we did three ceremonies and she said the first ceremony is for the shaman to cleanse the body. She goes into the fields with everybody, she, she, she taps into your energy and then she examines your spiritual body and she start cleansing everything that needs to be taken out of your body. So then on the second ceremony that you can connect with the medicine and then you can go deeper with it. So on the second ceremony, that's when you do the deepest work. And then on the third ceremony is where she brings what we call an arcana. An arcana is basically um, protection that the shaman puts on you. So at the end of your three ceremonies, when you come out of the jungle and then you expose yourself to the real world, you don't get such a, a crash. Yeah. Right. Because you have been isolated, you have doing all of these things. So you want to be able to reintegrate society in a way that it doesn't affect you, your doesn't affect your body, your psychic, anything. So she does that. And then it's a ceremony that she also closes the crown. The crown. Right. So then you're not completely ungrounded. So that's why I recommend people to do three. Um, if you do one. Is like not, it doesn't really um, gifts what the person is supposed to do. If you are like someone that facilitates or someone that lives in the jungle, or this is what they do for a living and they do one ceremony, then that's a completely different context. But if you're a person that is like seeking to work with this medicine, I have never worked with this medicine, or has work with this medicine, what has an intention to heal something, then a minimum of three is what three is what I recommend.
1: Okay, that's
0: good to know.
1: So, yeah. in closing, um, what from your experience, what life wisdom would you have to share with our listeners? Just a little bit of of, of your wisdom, from your heart. So, just to to share with our listeners before we 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 end our podcast.
0: Mm. OK, let me see. Let me see what is something to share. Um, to. Wake up every day with appreciation and wonder for the small things in their lives. To look at the blessings that they have, their partners, their animals, their friends, their family, um, their own self, and to allow themselves to be over flow with joy because life is so short and we focus in things that are not really important because we were taught that those were important but in reality what really 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 matters is the experiences that you hone and you nature within yourself and with those around you because the day that you are not in this planet your material things The jobs that you created, the uh, money that you have in the bank, it's not what is going to go with you. But what is going to go with you is the experiences that you provided to those that you love and the memories that they're going to have. So that will be my gift.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you very much, Jimena. It was a it was a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you. Is there, do you have a website that uh, you can give us or I can put it in the podcast notes where people could contact you if they want to come to your healing center or get in touch with you somehow?
0: Absolutely. Uh, Our website is rainforesthealingcenter.com. So you can put it there. And we are also on Instagram and Facebook so they can find us at rainforesthealingcenter. Center. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Barbara. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to Barbara's podcast. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter or e-courses. Celebrate life and see you at the next episode.